unknown can be very scary for people. I know for me, it is extremely scary not knowing what's going to happen in your life, what situations are going to take place, what person you're going to end up with, what people are going to come into your lives, what job you're going to have, if you're going to get fired, if you're going to get the job you want or not, if you're going to make it in the you know, group you want to make it in or the career you want to make it in or whatever. There's many things in our lives that are unknown. You know, we never know for sure how anything is going to happen. We never know if somebody's going to be in our life forever. We never, like as a partner, as a friend, we never know, you know, maybe we can plan on what career or what job we want, but sometimes life takes unexpected turns. And I know for myself, I have this fear of like not knowing what's going to happen and it really does hold me back in some situations. And I was listening to a similar podcast called Date Yourself Instead, which I love. And she was basically talking about a fear, you know, in one of her episodes, she said like, if you have a fear of, you know, leaving a relationship and, you know, you're leaving the relationship or you don't know if you should leave the relationship because you're afraid of what's to come or you're afraid that you're not going to be with somebody else or you're afraid you're not going to receive the same treatment you know it's holding you back and it really you know resonated to me and it really took me back because i realized especially in like current situations that have happened not too long ago in my life you know i thought to myself like i was staying in situations where i was fearful. I was fearful that maybe I wasn't going to be able to find love again, or I wasn't going to be able to find somebody or be happy or do all this stuff. I had this fear of the unknown or what was going to happen in my life, that it was holding me back and keeping me in situations that weren't meant for me and that I felt deep down weren't right for me. And an example of this is, you know, staying in relationships. And I've done this many times in my life where I've stayed in relationships that I knew weren't best for me, but I stayed because I didn't know what was going to happen again. And an example of this is, and I've done this and I've said this out loud many times to, you know, people I'm explaining my situation to or my therapist or whoever, you know, I said that like, I don't want to leave this relationship because I don't want to have to start all over. And I'm sure many people feel that way. They put four years, three years, a year, maybe 10 years, 20 years into a relationship, maybe into a marriage, into a family, having kids with somebody. And they don't want to leave because they don't want to start over. They don't know. Maybe they have this fear that nobody else will love them or that they can't be by themselves. They have this fear of being by themselves. Or they have this fear that maybe nobody would want a single parent, want to date a single parent, or nobody would want to, you know, be with them, or maybe they don't want to be alone, or they don't think that they will receive the same love that they once received from their ex-partner or the person they're trying to leave, you know. And it really is sad because it really does hold you back and it leaves you stuck in situations that you shouldn't be stuck in. And you're really you're you're sticking yourself in them and you're getting yourself stuck in them because you can only control what you do right so if somebody's not treating you right if you want to be with them and you want them to treat you right but they're not or it, things just aren't working in the relationship for whatever reason that is out of your control but what is in your control is what you do about it and at some point you know there does come a time where you have to decide 
is this meant for me? And if you feel like it's not or you're not sure, then chances are it's probably not or maybe not at that timing. So if you feel as though you're only staying because you don't know what's next or you don't want to start over, then that is not a reason to stay somewhere. And even this can, you know, relate to friendships as well. You know, if you're staying friends with somebody because you guys go to the same school or because you are on the same sports team or, you know, they live in your neighborhood or your parents are friends or your families are friends, whatever, but you don't really want to be friends with this person or being friends with this person isn't in your bench best interest and it doesn't make you feel good, then chances are you shouldn't be friends with that person and you shouldn't be you know, making yourself stuck being friends with that person because you're fearful of having a conflict with them or ending, you know, your friendship on bad terms or having to run into them places. That is not a way to live. And I feel like in many situations, even in workplaces, you know, we stick ourselves in places that aren't benefiting us as much as they should be. And we have this fear of not getting better. But the real issue, I feel like, is that fear allowing us to, you know, hold ourselves back. And I feel like there's nothing necessarily wrong with fear. Like, I remember in one of my psychology classes, we were talking about how fear can be a good thing because fear keeps you from doing things that sometimes fear keeps you from doing things that could be bad for you. Like, I wouldn't want to hurt myself. So I wouldn't, you know, out of fear of hurting myself, I wouldn't drive recklessly, for example. So that's an instance where fear can be a good thing. But if you are allowing fear to dictate your life, that is not a good thing. And I've noticed in my life, I've always had really bad anxiety. So there came a point where I either allowed the anxiety to stop me from living or had to get through it. And I had to figure out how I was going to keep living my life with this anxiety because it wasn't going anywhere. This, you know, this is something I've had pretty much my whole life. So I had to learn how to manage it, but still continue to live my life. And there had to be a point where there's actually been many decisions that I've had to make over the course of my life every single day where I was like, okay, I'm really anxious about this, but here's how I'm going to make myself feel better. Or, oh my God, I'm overthinking about this situation so much. Here's how I'm going to address the overthinking because it's not doing me any good. And there has to come a point where you have to overcome your obstacles, your fears, your anxieties. And if you don't, then you're going to stay where you're at and you're never going to progress in life. If you don't progress, you're not going to go anywhere. You're going to be stuck with the same friends, the same relationships, the same job. You're not going to go anywhere in your life. You're going to be stuck in the same position for the rest of your life. And chances are you're going to get bored. You're not going to feel exhilarated. You're not going to feel like you have purpose. You're not going to feel motivated to do anything. You're just going to be stuck where you're at and that can cause a lot of distress. So I would say the only way to manage that would be to have a mindset shift to change your mindset, reframe your thinking. That's another like psychological term we use in counseling, in my counseling courses, but basically it's like looking at things from another perspective and I'll give you an example from either my life or maybe just a scenario from you know each aspect of life. So I would say in the form of friendships, there were times where I didn't want to be friends with somebody anymore because I didn't feel like they were being a good friend to me or because I felt like I was giving more to the friendship than they were. So in times where you know it came to this point, 
where I was like, do I stop being friends with them? How do I approach this? I really don't need extra drama in my life. I don't know how to confront them. I don't want to hurt their feelings. I don't want a conflict. I don't want to end our friendship on bad terms, you know, whatever. I don't want to have a fight. Thoughts like that. And I had this fear of like hurting the other person or making the other person mad or having them hate me. And first of all, however people feel about you really isn't your business. Like let them feel how they want to feel about you. You're not going to change that. And if you're just going to people please and keep doing whatever you can to change that, most likely it's not going to work. And it really has nothing to do with you unless it's something you did to them. But if people have an opinion on you over, you know, something that has nothing to do with anything you did or said to them or the way you treated them, it really isn't about you and it's about them and that's not going to change. So if you're going to stop being friends with somebody because you don't feel like they're, the friendship is benefiting you, you should remind yourself in the, you know, in the form of reframing and changing your mindset, mindset, you should remind yourself, you know, they are not benefiting me. And even if you have to list out the reasons why they are not benefiting you. And I had to do this with a friend that was very, very, very close to me. We were best friends and our friendship was no longer benefiting me and I had to cut it off. And, you know, they, you know, were a good friend to me for the most part, but it more so, our friendship more so became about them and less about us. And it more so seemed like they wanted our friendship because of what it provided to them. I'm not trying to get too specific here, but more so seemed like our friendship was based on what I could give to them instead of what could, you know, what we could do for each other as friends. And I had to cut it off. And let's just say I was very anxious about it. I just, I felt bad. I didn't want drama. I didn't want a conflict. I didn't want to fight with the person because it wasn't like I was mad at them. I just came to a point where I realized it was no longer benefiting me and I didn't want them in my life anymore as a friend because I didn't feel like their presence in my life was a beneficial, a beneficial one. And it was nothing against them. It was nothing hateful. I had no hard feelings towards them. It was more so like it just wasn't good for me anymore. And, you know, I was going somewhere in my life. I was moving forward in my life. And, for you know, sometimes when you... When you're moving forward in your life and you're growing and you're progressing, you're going to leave people behind. It's just going to happen. You know, there's people that are going to be in your life at different stages. No, you know, most people aren't going to be there from your worst to your best. And that's just, and that's okay. That's normal. That's meant to happen. But in this case, I did have this overwhelming anxiety of like, oh my gosh, like I've known this person my whole life. How are we going to stop being friends? And I had to figure out a way to address it in a way that made me feel comfortable cutting off the friendship, but also alleviated any anxiety of like a conflict being pop, like being able to happen. And of course, a conflict could always happen. You never know how the other person is going to respond, but you could be as careful as possible about it. You can go about it in an effective way to minimize the chances of it necessarily going bad. But if it does, you have to be content. Once again, mind shift, mind, oh my God, mindset shift. You have to be content once again in, you know, your decision and you have to, you know, 
make yourself aware that you're doing the best thing for yourself and you have to be content with that. You have to justify that in your own mind. You don't have to justify anything to anybody else. So in that sense, I did cut off the friendship and it was a good decision for me. And I didn't, you know, reach out. I didn't send a long text message. I didn't call them up. I didn't ask to meet in person. I just stopped putting in effort into the relationship that wasn't being returned. You know, it was like the sort of thing where like, if you don't reach out, they don't reach out. And I just stopped reaching out. And that's how I knew where I stood in the friendship. I knew that if I was the one to stop the contact, then we wouldn't speak at all. And it set things into perspective for me. And, you know, since doing that, since not, no longer reaching out and since realizing that we're not really friends anymore, it put things into perspective for me and it justified and made me realize that I made the right decision and I was content with that. But I had to go into it, you know, mindfully, you know, telling myself that this is the right decision. I am doing what is best for me. It is not malicious. It is not to hurt the other person. It is for my best interest. And that's that. In the case of relationships, when I was listening to this podcast, she said like something along the lines of like, if you are afraid to leave a relationship because no, she said something like, if you're going to, you don't know if you want to leave a relationship. Like if you're stuck right now in a relationship, you don't know what to do. But if you knew, if you left this person, another person that was better for you would come afterwards, would you still do it? And in my mind, I was like, hundred percent, of course I would. And she's like, then you are living out of fear. You're, you are staying with this person out of fear. And I realized that she was right. I was fearful. I have been fearful in many relationships that either I wasn't going to receive better treatment. I wasn't going to find somebody that, you know, loved me. And, and these are all real thoughts. They sound pathetic, but they all were real thoughts going in my mind, especially due to manipulation I had received in some of my relationships, you know, that you're not going to find better. Nobody's going to know you the way I know you. Nobody's going to love you the way I love you. And I really believed it. You know, I, I was, you know, dating at 14 years old. So, you know, going three years with that person, hearing stuff like that repeatedly for almost four years, like really had a toll on me. And afterwards I was, you know, afraid of leaving because I was like, will somebody love me? Will I get better treatment? Will, you know, will they understand me? Like he understands me. And I realized I was staying in fear that I wasn't going to get better. I wasn't staying because I necessarily wanted to stay. Of course I loved the person. I cared about the person, but I knew they weren't right for me. And sometimes you have to walk away when it's the hard thing to do. It's usually, it's always the hard thing to do more times than not. And if you're staying out of fear, you're holding yourself back because if you believe that you will receive better one day, you will. And if you're not settling now, what would make you settle later on? If you're leaving a relationship now or a friendship now, because it's not what's best for you, why wouldn't you receive it afterwards? I'm not saying the next, the, you know, the next friend you meet, the next person you meet is going to be, you know, perfect for you, or it's going to be the one or your best friend for the rest of your life. No, but you know, chances are it's going to be a better situation than the one you were previously in. And even if that one isn't the better situation, you set your boundaries then. And if that person, the next person isn't giving you what you need, you leave and you remove yourself from the situation until you find a person 
that makes you feel appreciated and that gives you everything that you need out of a relationship or a friendship, you know? And if you're living in this fear that you will never get better or you don't deserve better, you won't receive it. You have to be open to receiving and that's a big part of it is this worrying that you're doing is only holding you back. And in the sense of like anxiety, I feel like, you know, in my experiences, there were many times where I just wanted to stay home. I didn't want to go out. I didn't want to, you know, meet new people. I was very nervous about stuff like that. I was nervous about social interactions, especially, you know, I moved, I transferred schools my senior year of high school. It was very nerve wracking for me to go to school every day, to go, you know, if I ever got invited somewhere to go out with people because I didn't really know these people as well. And I knew they were all closer with each other than they were with me, which is natural. You know, they had been with each other for three years prior and I was the new kid coming in. So everything was very new and different for me. But if I had let my anxiety stop me, I would have never created the relationships I did. I would have never met people. I would have isolated myself. And if you allow the fear and anxiety to keep you in one situation and not allow you to open a new chapter in your life, you will never open a new chapter. You will stay stuck. And this could even be applied in the form of jobs, you know, career. If you are afraid to leave a job because you don't know if you'll receive a better one or you don't, you, you know, you're afraid of working with new coworkers, you're afraid of working with a new boss, you know, if you are letting that fear, that fear, you know, keep you back and hold you back, you are never going to get, you know, a better job. You are never going to get a better situation. You are never going to allow yourself to receive better things, maybe a higher pay, a promotion, whatever. If you're not willing to adapt and to learn and to move forward in your life and to progress, you are never, ever, ever going to move anywhere. You're going to stay where you're at your whole life and you're going to feel stuck. And it's going to be a very discouraging feeling because then at some point you may not know where to go or what to do because it may go on like that for three years, five years, 10 years, your entire life. And you can be putting yourself in a really tough position. So my advice would be to reframe your mindset. And if you have to, you know, list out pros and cons. Sometimes that helps. You know, I do it all the time. But if you have to list out the pros and cons of, you know, getting a new job or applying for new jobs or, you know, ending a friendship, ending a relationship, or even, even if you don't do pros and cons, even if you just become aware of, you know, how this relationship or friendship is like benefiting you or not benefiting you now and how a future one could benefit you. You know, you only want to look forward in a positive way. You don't want to look forward and think what could go wrong because if you think that way, you're only going to set yourself up for failure. It's okay to be aware, you know, hopeful is good. To be hopeful is good and to be aware of what could go wrong, that's fair. That's fine because, you know, not everything's going to go the way you think it is. But if you only go in expecting the worst, the worst is most likely going to happen. It's fine to be aware that things can go in a different way, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they will. So my advice, once again, would be to shift your mindset. Do what you have to do to take, you know, control over your anxieties and your fears 
And if you really believe that you are staying in a situation, whether it be a job, you know, a friendship, a, a romantic relationship, whatever it is, if you really truly feel like you are staying because you are fearful of what could be next for you, that is not a reason to stay. And I think you should reevaluate why, you know, why you truly believe you should stay. And if you don't truly believe you should stay, then you should take the leap. And life is about taking leaps and taking chances. Not every chance is going to be, you know, a, ben a beneficial, I don't want to say beneficial one, but every chance is either going to teach you a lesson or it's going to be good for you and it's going to elevate your life. And you only will find that out by doing it. It's better to take a chance and to take a risk and to do something new, you know, instead of holding yourself back and to think, what if, what if this happened? What if I did this? What if, you know, this was different? You don't want to be stuck in the what ifs the rest of your life. You really truly only have one life to live and you shouldn't be wasting any more of your time because we never know when our time is up and we do take that for granted. So you shouldn't be holding yourself back and you know, you should have a fear, a good fear of looking back on your life and being like, I wish I did this different, or why didn't I do this, or why didn't I live more, or why wasn't I in the present more? You should really think like that. And if that's, you know, the way that you have to reframe your mind, then do it that way. What do I want to do with my life that'll help me, you know, die happy and with no regrets? And that is my advice for this episode. I hope you enjoyed, and I hope that from now on you can start living in a more, you know, present and positive mindset and no longer hold yourself back from the fears you are feeling. Thank you.